Radio UNE, the time is 7 o'clock, which means it's time for another episode of Way Back When, looking back at some of the best music of the year 2013. And let's kick things off with a resurrection, a song from a band that many thought were done that came back to kick some serious ass. The best way to kick off 2013's episode of Way Back When. Let's have a little bit of The Phoenix here on the home of UNE's student-powered radio.
You're listening to Way Back When, episode 2013, and that was The Phoenix by Fallout Boy, a very appropriately titled song, considering it was the lead track, the first track rather, off of their 2013 album Save Rock and Roll. In 2009, Fallout Boy would go on a hiatus. They deliberately referred to it as a hiatus because they said there was always the possibility they would be getting back in the getting back together in the future, and indeed they did, even though all of the band members really sort of suffered while they were away. They came back in 2013 and released this incredible album that did rather well in the charts as to be said it debuted at number one in the billboard hot 200 which is incredible and the phoenix was one song that was exceptionally well received and it just seemed appropriate to start the show with that starting off with a bang i apologize for not being around over the uh, last week unfortunately i was ill and was unable to present the show and we had a little bit of hectic stuff to do left over from o week so it was a very it was a very unusual strange time nonetheless i hope that you are settled in and ready for about an hour or so of amazing music from the year 2013 the way we're doing our throwback songs is changing over the next few weeks because we're getting we were getting further and further along into the present day we've now decided that we're going to be doing something a little bit different we're going to just be playing songs from the history of tune fm between 1970 and 2020 and we are going to be basing them off of spotlight selections that people can submit through our website and we will have a little bit more about that as we move into i guess monday we'll we'll discover a little bit more about what that's going to entail but basically you can submit your 50 selected songs and if your your list is chosen the throwback songs for the week will be based on that list of 50 and you'll win yourself some cool prizes as well so it's a pretty neat little idea turning away now back to way back when i thoroughly hope that you enjoyed the phoenix i'm turning now to fallout boys i guess sister band or sister project in a way panic at the disco i see a lot of similarities in them and i think they get on very well so it seems appropriate we have too weird to live too rare to die the album that was released by panic at the disco in 2013 it has my favorite panic at the disco song on it i have a little anecdote about this song when it was played at the concert that me and my friends went to in 2018 this song came on i deafened my friends standing next to me i apparently screamed so loud it rendered her deaf in her left ear which I find hilarious and also slightly uh, shameful. My apologies to you, Prue. I hope that your hearing has since recovered. That song I'm going to play now, though, it seems like the best way to start the Panic at the Disco, uh, I guess, songs on this show, because there will be a few more. It's Nicotine. Nicotine, a song from the album. In fact, the fourth single from the album, a song that Brendan Urie actually said was rather odd because he's since quit smoking cigarettes. But it's a bit of a it's a bit of a metaphor in the music. I hope you will enjoy it. I really think you will if you're anything like me. This really is my favorite Panic song. So here we go. Nicotine by Panic at the Disco here on 106.9 Chin FM. You're listening to Way Back When, episode 2013. Thank you. 
to 106.9 Shin FM way back when episode 2013 and that was Nicotine by Panic at the Disco, my favourite Panic at the Disco song and that makes two songs now that I've just wanted to come out and hit you with straight away, The Phoenix and Nicotine it seems like a perfect way to start the show, they are just two phenomenal pieces of music turning now to Katy Perry though, Katy Perry continued her domination over the music industry in 2013 it wasn't until I'd say 2015 through to 2017 that she really started to sort of slip away from the level that she was at, which was a real shame because a lot of people thought that she sh- that she could become really the sort of the mainstream artist that would dominate music for years to come and that sort of that position sort of went to Taylor Swift in the end but there was a time where she and Katy Perry were really really both up there together and if you believe rumors that's apparently where the song Bad Blood came from but that's for another show in a few weeks time for now though this song actually came from her album Prism and was the number one song on the year end ARIA charts for 2013 here in Australia you can probably guess what it is based on uh, the accolades that it received it is none other than Raw it was re- it was nominated for song of the year and best pop solid performance at the Grammys and rather interestingly in February of just last year the music video on YouTube reached 3 billion views becoming the first female-scented video to reach the milestone in YouTube's history, which is a pretty significant achievement. And putting all that aside, the, the song itself is pretty decent. It's very easy to see why it became so popular, and it's very easy to see why it is very popular played live. I'll say that as well. Let me know what you think. I do think it's a really, really good song. It's actually a little bit more of a, I guess... I guess more of a dance track than she's released in the past. And the Prism album was meant to be quite darker than her other stuff. She even said that herself. However, it sort of just became a little bit more dancey and a little bit more, I guess, EDM poppy as the record came along, which is uh, which is entirely a thing that happens. It's just a little bit of a shame because I would have preferred to hear a little bit of a darker sort of style. But nonetheless, we have Katy Perry's Raw coming up next on Way Back When, episode 2013. You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9.
You're listening to Way Back When, episode 2013, and that was Raw by Katy Perry. I thoroughly hope that you have had a successful first week at university for all of you new students out there, and I hope that you enjoyed the goodie bags that uh, we provided for you as well upon your, I guess, move-in day. That was a lot of work. There was a few of us that were up in that big club room uh, creating those bags. That was an experience, packing 500 bags in a day's work. It was a pretty full-on day, but I hope that you enjoyed it. I really think the things that you got in those goodie bags were pretty, pretty spectacular so i do hope that you are putting them to good use and i'd like i said i hope that your first week has been successful please remember that if you are struggling a little bit or if you have any questions you can always speak to the advocacy and welfare team up in the up in the northern courtyard next to the uni life hq building or you can call student support student experience um, i'm not 100 sure what they're called at the moment but call them on 67732000 they are your one-stop shop for any concerns or queries that you may have and don't forget that if you are worried about the work that you're doing please consult your unit coordinator or your first year advisor, they will be only too happy to help because at the end of the day, they want you to be successful just as much as you do. Maybe not just as much, but they do want you to be successful as well. So please, please be aware that there are resources available to you if you do feel yourself maybe falling a little bit behind. And that goes for anyone that's not in the first year, anyone that's studying. The university does want you to succeed, so they are there are resources that you can make use of if you want to turn the ship around, so to speak. That's just my little check-in message of the show. I really, um, but in all seriousness, whatever you are studying, I hope that you do make success of it. And if nothing else, um, it's a really, really good way of spending, I guess, the time now that we're still in this sort of period of being unable to really go out and do things. So there you go. Just make of that what you will. Turning back now to the show and the music, we have a song that I actually didn't think was going to do this good. It's Timber, or this well, excuse me, Timber by Pitbull featuring Kesha. Released as the lead single from Pitbull's EP Meltdown, it peaked at number one in the Hot 100 for three consecutive weeks and it topped the charts in over 15 countries, although it didn't make it to number one here in Australia, only making it to number four. This song, is, I think, is another example of what I was speaking about the other week, how the, the years from like 2011 onwards really had their own distinctive... You had quite a few singles or songs in each year that had a really distinctive sound. And I think this is a... I think this is a... Um, I think this is one of them because you instantly recognize the chorus when it plays. And I will admit, even though I've never really been the biggest Pitbull fan, this one is actually a pretty decent song. So here we go. One of the best songs from 2013. We have Timber by Pitbull featuring Kesha here on 106.9 Tune FM. You're listening to Way Back When, episode 2013. Remember, I'll be the one you won't forget. It's going down, it's going 
to Way Back Way in episode 2013 and that was Timber by Pitbull and Kesha. Let's go now to the song that for some reason, well, for some reason every week it seems on this show I have a song that comes from a soundtrack. This next song is no different. It comes from the Despicable Me 2 soundtrack. It's Pharrell Williams and it's Happy. Happy was all over the place in 2013. Thanks obviously in no small part to being part of the Despicable Me soundtrack. It made its number one on the Australian charts and actual fact because it was released so late in the year, it only made its number two on the end of year charts for 2013 here in Australia, but it was the end of year number one in 2014, but because it was released in 2013 and I wanted to play it this week, that's why it's in the 2013 list. Funnily enough, because of William's involvement with Daft Punk, more on that a little bit later, he was actually offered, after hearing the vocal performance that he provided to Daft Punk's album, the record label actually offered him the chance to record his own studio album, which he obviously accepted very quickly and very graciously. And then in his second studio album, Girl, this one was included, as well as being written mainly for the Despicable Me soundtrack, which just makes me amuse, which just amuses me. It was received very, very well by critics, and it was highly successful, peaking at number one in over 20 countries, and it was the best-selling song of 2014 in the entire US, which is no small achievement, as well as being the number one song, a selling song in the UK as well. So there you go. Really, really, really successful song for Pharrell Williams, and it was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Song, sadly missing out. It was the most successful song of 2014, included like worldwide, with 13.9 million units sold. Pretty bloody successful, I would say. Putting that aside, it is also just a very forgive forgive the pun it's a very happy song and i god i hate myself sometimes but it is it's got a very catchy little beat and it's just a, it's a feel good song so i hope that it does make you feel good whatever you're doing or wherever you are i just hope that it makes you feel really good about yourself happy by Pharrell williams coming up next here on way back when episode 2013 you're listening to tune fm on 106.9 
listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was Happy by Pharrell Williams here on Way Back When, episode 2013. Let's play another song that I was I was very surprised to see it reach the successful the success that it really did. Um, it's by Magic, and Magic is a rather unique band, or rather, this song at least is a rather unique song. Magic are a Canadian reggae fusion band, and this album, this song rather, excuse me, very much exemplifies that a pop sort of reggae fused song. It's rude, and if you haven't heard it before, you may hear I'm speaking with a little bit of trepidation because I still don't really know what to make of it. I still don't know if I actually really like it or not. The um, it, it did very well successfully. It peaked at number six on the Canadian Hot 100, and it topped the charts in the UK and the US, and it made it to number two here in Australia, as well as making it within the top ten in New Zealand, Ireland, Denmark, the Netherlands, and Sweden. It was the ninth best-selling song of 2014, although critically, it seemed a lot of critics had the same response I did, sort of bemusement more than anything else. Surprise and a little bit unsure how to receive it. It received rather mixed reviews, um... Some people saying it was very catchy. Some people saying it was very annoying. It sort of a it it, it it polarized critics and audiences. Let's put it that way. So with all of that said, let me know what you think because no matter what you do think of it, it was definitely one of the most notable songs of 2013, and it is another song that is sort of instantly recognizable. Once you hear it once, you'll you'll be able to recognize it anytime you hear it again. So another little nice uh, callback to the unique music era. Rude by Magic coming up next here on 106.9 Tune FM. You're listening to Wayback Queen on episode 2013. Saturday morning. Jumped out of bed and put on my best suit. Got in my car and raced like a jet all the way to. Wake up! 
need to know You say I'll never get your blessing till the day I die Tough luck, my friend But no still means no to 106.9 Sheena Femin that was Rude by Magic here on Way Back When episode 2013. We have another debutante coming up next on the show MKTO have made it onto the show which is quite nice. MKTO an American pop duo. The name MKTO essentially consists or rather it does it just it purely consists of the initials of the band members Malcolm Kelly and Tony Euler MKTO, there you go. This song actually became a big hit here in Australia and New Zealand. It's from the album MKTO. It's from their debut album, I should say. It's Thank You. And Thank You really interests me the moment I heard it because it's a it's a protest song and it almost it really sort of exemplifies the phrase OK Boomer before OK Boomer came a thing. It's a pop rap song about a younger generation's sarcastic gratitude, um, I say in air quotes, towards their previous generation after suffering the effects of their previous generation's wrongdoings. Something I think that is very appropriate and applicable in this day and age, he said, looking at the fact that the climate is currently burning. Um, moving aside from that, but I don't want to make the show too political, so let's just scratch that from the record. I do think, though, that the song is, even even besides the, the message behind it, it is very, it's very catchy, and it's got a very, it's got a very nice lyrical and melodic beat, so I'll give it that. It didn't actually receive too, too much success outside of Australia, funnily enough. In the native America, it only made its number 38 on the mainstream top 40, not even making it to the Billboard top 40, a uh, top 100, excuse me, but it made its number two here in Australia and number seven over in New Zealand, which I think is quite interesting. It, uh, besides that, the response was fairly quite good for a, a for a debut, for a song from a debut album, along with Classic, a song that only just missed out on being played on tonight's show, they really sort of sprung out here with a bang, which I think is really quite nice. So, you guys know how much I love protest songs, so here's another one for you all. MKTO's Thank You, up next here on Way Back When, episode 2013. You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9. This one right here is for the drop out of schoolers, the future cougars, the Mary Jane abusers, the ones that choose to be losers. For the misfit kids and the total outcasts, MKTO, this one for you, for all my love. We are the ones, the ones you left behind. Don't tell us how, tell us how to live our lives. Ten million strong, we're breaking all the rules. Thank you for nothing, cause there's nothing left to lose. For feeding us years of lies Thank you for the wars You left us to fight Thank you for 
said don't make a sound Thanks for the ropes you used to hold us down Cause when I break through all the use them to reach the clouds We ain't coming down We ain't coming down Look hey. hey. where I finally made This world is too damn jade My life is just like Vegas Go big, go home, get faded Been a pop since 92 Can't shut me down, curse you And them girls, I take a few Do what I wanna do Tune FM and that was OK Boomer Personified Thank You by MKTO a really really good song even if you do ignore like I said if you can ignore the protest message behind it it is just I really think a catchy little song pop rap and especially teen pop rap which is which it has been described as not really a genre I was exposed to a lot before that song came out so it was something new for me even back when when it was released and I was in year nine good god thinking back to that wow I was a young boy anyway moving us moving along what's one thing I like better than a protest song a gay anthem and we've got one coming up from Panic at the Disco once again off of their Too Weird to Live Too Rare to Die album which as a whole was actually sort of about Vegas and about how they they came to appreciate Vegas after they sort of grew to the age old enough to really appreciate it um notably a lot of and this comes from the band themselves when they first started writing songs they were a little bit more spiteful towards vegas because they weren't able to get into the 21 plus shows so there you go this was the fourth studio album that the band released and the final album to receive to feature the drummer spencer smith meaning this was panic the disco's final album as a rock band further releases obviously being made purely as a solo project under brendan urie so it's quite significant in that regard this song however girls girls boys I'll speak a little bit more about the album a bit later on. But Girls, Girls, Boys was the third single, and it really... I won't really spoil too much about the lyrical content because I think it is best um, received for the first time if you haven't heard it yet by listening to it. I will say that it became a really, really big LGBT anthem. It's a song that is played at pretty much every Panic show because he gets up, he he wears a rainbow flag, which I think is really cool, and it was adopted as a really, really big 
positive song by the by the community which i think is really phenomenal and it's something that even though i don't really think it's necessarily the best song to be played live purely because the energy is a little bit lower than some of his other songs it's very much a good song and any message that expresses positivity towards the community i'm probably going to be fine with even though i wouldn't necessarily say it's one of my favorite panic songs purely based on the lyrical and melodic nature of the song the message fantastic probably just not one of my favorites based on the sound though it's very much got a it's got a sort of electro poppy new wave sound which i think is fairly quite interesting it peaked at number 31 on the billboard chart and was the final single released again while spencer smith was part of the band it also the song itself i won't say too too much more about it other than the little bit of a background i'll give you is that it depicts a love triangle complicated by differing sexualities so with that being said let's dive straight into it girls girls boys by panic at the disco coming up next here on way back when episode 2013 you're listening to tune fm on 106.9 
listening to 106.9 Chin FM, this is way back when, 2013, and you just heard Panic at the Disco with Girls, Girls, Boys. Let's turn to one of Australia's sort of adopted sweethearts, I guess, Pink. We do have a fantastic relationship with Pink. We love her and she loves us. I played a lot of songs by Pink off from the Truth About Love album back in episode 2012, but there was one single that came out in 2013 that I think really deserved to get some airtime, True Love. Now, True Love was released as the album's second single, and it received very positive reviews from critics. A lot of people saying it deserved to be one of Pink's signature songs, and a lot of people really quite appreciated that it was sort of, it shined a light on the non-storybook sides of romance while still being bouncy and upbeat. I think it's a really, really good song, and I do enjoy the lyrics behind it and the message. It's actually written about her relationship, Pink's relationship, excuse me, with her at the time husband, Carrie Hart. Excuse me. She also said she finds the song funny lyrically. And it also, and one thing I should have mentioned before, that it features English singer Lily Allen as well in a featuring role, which I think is really quite nice. It did fairly well here in Australia, made it to number five on the ARIA charts, making it to number one over in Poland, funnily enough, and 53 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, though it was certified double platinum here in Australia. So we have another little song from The Truth About Love, a really, really, really good song from the album. There is one more song from Pink that I'm... Oh, really, 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 really excited to play, but that will be waiting until next week because it was uh, released so late in 2013, but that will be coming next week, I promise. That is another song from The Truth About Love, but for now, let's enjoy True Love by, I was about to say by Tune FM, excuse me, by Pink here on 106.9. You're listening to Way Back When, episode 2013, and this is True Love on the home of UNE's student-powered radio. Last one. 
you're listening to Way Back When, episode 2013, and that was True Love by Pink featuring Lily Allen. Turning now to a song that I guarantee you'll probably have heard if you've ever seen a YouTube ad for KFC. That's not a sentence I ever thought I would say, but it's I Love It by Akona Pop and Charlie XCX. Charlie XCX, a famous British recording artist known for a lot of music that she would release in later years. More on that to come in the next few weeks of the show. This song was added to Icona Pop's first studio album and received very positive reviews from critics. A lot of publications included on their best of year end, a best of 2012 lists. Again, it was released very late in 2012, so that's why I'm playing it in 2013. That old chestnut again. It became Icona Pop and Charlie XCX's first big US hit, peaking at number seven on the Billboard Hot 100 and being certified double platinum over in the states which means it sold over 2 million copies and even after even a year after it was released the song was still charting at number one on the uk singles chart which i think is really quite nice made its number three here in australia not quite making the number one spot but interestingly enough it also made it to number 40 on the u.s best of the decade 2010s on the hot dance electronic songs which again nothing to sneeze at i will say it's rather it's rather amusing associating the song with mainly kfc because it's been everywhere in a lot of kfc's advertisings uh, advertisements excuse me but you can understand why it's a really good electronic pop it's a really good sort of dance pop song it's very upbeat it actually lends itself really well to advertising i just surprised it was kfc more than anything else lyrically it's about breaking up with an older boyfriend which is i guess something that a lot of people maybe can relate to i'm not really too sure what people do in their social lives i, do, I love it by akona pop coming up next featuring charlie xcx here on way back when episode 2013 you're listening to tuna fam on 106.9 
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM on Way Back When, episode 2013, and that was I Love It by Kona Pop featuring Charlie XCX. I'm the, la- the third last song that I'm going to be playing tonight, the fourth last song, excuse me. It's one that I approach with a little bit of trepidation because it's from an artist who has been through a lot in her life, and her career around this point was was becoming um was becoming a bit was becoming a bit I guess uh, provocative, but that's not the problem. The problem is I really feel like. I feel like she she released this album and the, the 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 songs from this album almost as a cry for help in a way. It's it's Miley Cyrus and it's Wrecking Ball. It's the song that I, that I chose because I think it definitely is the best song from the album. I definitely prefer it to We Can't Stop. That song was definitely not one of my uh, not a song I enjoyed at all. The album I'm speaking about in question is called Bangers. Miley Cyrus, for those of you who don't know, uh, rose to fame as a child star on Hannah Montana, and I always have a lot of. Not pity, because I don't want to sound condescending, but I always feel bad for a lot of child stars that end up, I guess, going in a direction they originally didn't want to, or they find their careers sort of either stagnating, or they find themselves having to do more and more outrageous, provocative things just to stay, I guess, relevant. I feel, I I can't imagine that would be very enjoyable, but putting aside my feelings towards that, I have to admit that The Wrecking Ball... It's a, I think I will say it's a really, really good song. It became Cyrus's first number one song on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, and it was actually quite significant for having the largest gap between number one sittings. It returned to number one nine weeks after being bumped off, which is quite, you know, that's pretty damn decent. The and I don't want to, I don't want to come across like I'm being too patronising. I just, I always feel, I always feel a little bit worried that that the people that. I guess have to release music in a certain way because that's what is demanded of them. That can't. I just. I, that's not. That's not part of the music industry. I'm a big fan of at all, and that's why I didn't want to. I certainly didn't want to include any songs like "We Can't Stop" or the more. I guess the more sort of outrageous songs from the album. I wanted. I picked this one because I think it approaches this, that sort of attitude and approaches her career. I think it, it, it's sort of reminiscent of her of her career at this time in a different way which I quite like so that's why I picked it and I will say that Miley Cyrus what she's done in the last few years has been nothing short of quite phenomenal you'll be hearing a little bit more of her work in the next few weeks I can say that with certainty for now though it's Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball from the album Bangers it's the music video itself I really would recommend that you go and watch that that is quite eye-opening to say the very least Wrecking Ball coming up next here on 106.9 Tune FM you're listening to Way Back When episode 2013 We clawed we chained our hearts in vain we jumped never asking why we kissed I fell under your spell of love no one could deny don't you ever say i just walked away i will always want you i can never lie running for my life i will always want you i came in like a Say yeah. 
ever say I just walked away I will always want you I came in like a You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus, here on Way Back When, episode 2013. And the next song, the third last song for tonight, it's finally happened. One Direction have made their way onto this show. I was not going to include any of the earlier stuff on, on the show because I really don't think it was that good, but this song is not their best. That song will be coming in a few weeks' time, and I can promise you that because I actually really quite like it. But this song is definitely the first One Direction song that I thought was actually pretty damn decent. It's by their, th- it's from their third studio album, Midnight Memories. I'll side note that album actually did exceptionally well. It made its number one on numerous countries around the world, including here in Australia, which again, decent aria charts, good for them. This song was the lead single, making it to number four in Australia, number two on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. It's it's the best song ever. The song is called Best Song Ever, which I agree is a is a touch pretentious and a touch... It's more tongue-in-cheek than pretentious. I'll, I'll retract that comment. I think it is more of a tongue-in-cheek thing. And actually sort of... It reminds me sort of of um, Tenacious D's Tribute. It's got a... It's almost like the spiritual sequel to Tribute. So for that... And I enjoy Tribute. So for that reason, I'll, I'll, I'll retract the comment about it being pretentious. It's more of a, a loving... A loving tribute. I God, I hate myself sometimes. Anyway, putting all that aside, it was the hardest... It was the highest charting single in the United States for the band to that date. And the thing is, even though this was their third studio album, it was the third studio album in three years, which is an impressive output. And I know, you know, there's a lot to be said about One Direction originally being just solely manufactured by the by Psycho and by the um, by the music industry. And I don't necessarily think there's untruth to that, but they did have some really good music along the way. And whether or not they'll ever sort of come back as a group is remains to be seen. But it, over the course of their short of the short initial stint, they did have a, a lot of really good hits, especially especially in their later years. Obviously, I'm I will acknowledge that a lot of their original songs, like "What Makes You Beautiful," "One Thing," that sort of thing, they all were big hits. Even though I don't think it's some of their best work, they they still were very very successful hits for the band. So kudos to them. Another reason I wanted to play this song is because it was rather controversial when it came out because a lot of people thought that the song was a ripoff of the Who's Barbara O'Reilly. Although, The Who guitarist Pete Townsend came out and said that The Who was not going to be pursuing legal action and stated that he was a fan of the single from One Direction and that he was happy that they appeared to have been influenced by The Who just as he and the band themselves had been influenced by their own guitar heroes, which I think is really quite nice and almost wholesome in a way. I quite like that. Best song ever by One Direction coming up next here on 106.9 Tune FM. You're listening to Way Back When, episode 2013.
You're listening to Way Back When, episode 2013, and that was Best Song Ever by One Direction. And while it is certainly not the best song ever, it's probably the band's best song to this point, in to that point of their career, the 2013 point of their career. The second last song is coming up next. I apologize, we've gone a little bit longer than the hour I originally thought we would. But hey, I hope you're having some fun listening to some wonderful music and joining a little bit of a nostalgia trip as well. Although, maybe for some people, it's not exactly much of a nostalgia trip, considering it was only eight years ago. 2013 was eight years ago. Wow, that just hit me. Anyway, moving on to Get Lucky now. Get Lucky was a song that came out of actually a lot of hard work. It was completed over the course of 18 months, and Pharrell Williams and the band and the band's producers approached a very perfectionist approach. They had a, they, uh, they adopted a very perfectionist approach during the recording of the vocals for this song, Williams stating he was asked to perform several takes and multiple instances of specific phrases. It certainly paid off. This song was... Whoa, goodness me, this song became a huge hit. It received widespread critical acclaim, and it went to number one all over the place, across so many different countries, so many different charts. It became a smash hit for Daft Punk and Pharrell Williams, along with Nile Rodgers, who actually co-wrote the song as well. It's actually, lyrically, it's about the good fortune of connecting with someone and having good sexual chemistry. It's another very sort of sex-positive song, which I think is always quite good. It won the Record of the Year Award, uh, the Grammy Award, and the Best Pop Duo Group Performance, and it became one of the reasons why Random Access Memories, the fourth and sadly final studio album from Daft Punk, released in 2013, became such a success. And yes, sadly, it is the final one because Daft Punk did announce only recently that they are separating after over two decades of being together. Together, which is a bit of a shame considering that they hadn't released any further albums in the eight years after Random Access Memories. But what a fantastic album to bow out with. It became one of the, well, definitely their biggest in terms of critical reception and sales. This particular, getting back to Get Lucky, sorry, I've been rambling a little bit. This song, I said earlier, it received widespread acclaim. That may be undercutting it. It became one of the most well-received songs of the entire year. People absolutely loved it. They loved the way that it did, that it sounded, how Pharrell Williams blended with the music of Daft Punk. And the fact that it was a very disco funky track, I think, really helped as well. I will I will state, I think it's a really, really good track. I think it deserved to be one of the best songs of 2013, which a lot of people definitely thought it was. So let's jump straight into it after two and a half minutes of me rambling, which I apologize chose for Get Lucky by Daft Punk and Pharrell Williams here on 106.9 Tune FM. You're listening to Way Back When, episode 2013.
Listening to 106.9 Shin FM, this is way back when, episode 2013, and you just heard Get Lucky by Pharrell Williams and Daft Punk. Goodness, goodness, goodness gracious me, that was a really good track. I just, I, it just, I really enjoy that song every time I listen to it. I never fail to be, I never fail to be blown away by how it sounds. It's a really, really good track, in my humble opinion. Let's turn now to the final track of tonight's show. And once again, as always, I would like to thank everyone for joining me. I hope you had a really, really good time. And I hope that you'll join me for next week's show as well. The best of 2014. That should be one hell of a show. Going back to Panic at the Disco now, because they will be, the, the pa- Panic at the Disco song is going to close off the show tonight. Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die it was actually inspired by hip hop, or inspired by the fact that in hip hop there are no rules. By that, I guess by that approach and by that philosophy, the album is rather eclectic. It varies wildly from song to song in terms of the music and in terms of the genres that they utilize. It's got elements of pop, pop rock, electro pop, alternative rock, synth music, dance music, new wave. It's very, it's very varied, which I think is fantastic. And I think that's something Panic! The Disco have always been very good at. It became the second number two that the band would experience on the Billboard Hot 100, so, uh, Billboard 200, excuse me, for albums, which is really damn good. And the lyrics, more so than other albums in the band's past, were very personal in nature. 
this, the first track from the song, which is what I'm going to play now, is actually a song talking about Spencer Smith's drug addiction. And the demo of the track sat on Brendan Urie's laptop for months before he was finally able to share it with the rest of the band. So it's got a rather heavy, it's got a rather heavy backstory to it, but I really did want to save it for last because even though it's not my favorite Panic at the Disco song, it's a really powerful track, and my God, does it kick some ass! Panic, even Panic are a band that have so many different hits, even though they've never really been too big here in Australia. They've certainly well received when they come to Australia; they sell out concerts, absolutely. But their music, when it first was released, it didn't really receive too, too much of the, the critical reception they would come to enjoy when it came to their live performances. I think that'll change in the coming years now that they have really sort of broken into Australia's culture and Australia's zeitgeist. But when it, a few years ago, really not so much. That being said, we have the second single from the sh- from the Too Weird to Live to Red State album to close out the show tonight. This is Gospel. It's a track that just sounds really, really good. Part of a... It's part of a trio, as a matter of fact. This, along with Empress New Clothes and Say Amen Saturday Night, form a bit of a story, which I think is really quite interesting. There will be a lot more Panic at the Disco to come in the weeks ahead. For now, though, when playing out the show with This Is Gospel by Panic at the Disco, I really, once again, hope that you've had a really, really good weekend. I hope that it only continues to get better, and I hope that the week ahead for you is as amazing as it can possibly be. I have been Ben. I'll speak with you again very soon. I look forward to next week's show already. For now, though, have a wonderful night. A wonderful week and enjoy this is gospel by panic at the disco here on 106.9 tune fm you have been listening to way back when episode 2013 have yourselves a terrific night this is gospel for the fallen ones locked away in permanent slumber assembling their philosophies from pieces of broken Without a fire